You are listening to The Tish with Rabbi Michael Knopf, a Jcast Network podcast. For more information about Rabbi Michael Knopf, please visit MikeKnopf.com. For more information about other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Right, so we've been... Tov. Tov. In what day... Uh, it's uh, been the past couple of days um, and with the news this morning about uh, the, the, what happened in Colorado. It's really... Um, um, it's, it's really a... It's really an of news cycle, unfortunately. Um, so uh, I wanted to. We've been talking over the last few weeks about uh, about prayer <clears throat> in a different way than Rabbi Kiefer has been talking about. Rabbi Kiefer has been talking about um, some of the uh, of the um, mechanics of prayer, some of the um, actual texts that we have in the Sidor, and uh, and and talking about what, what those mean, why we say them, what what they what they could offer. And I'm approaching prayer from a slightly different uh, angle, um, which is a more, um, I guess, a, a, a more abstract view of prayer. Right? What are the purposes of prayer? What is it trying to accomplish um, in general, in theory? Right? Not even talking so much specifically about any, any, any particular prayer. You could even put aside the whole Siddur if you want, and we could have this conversation. Um, but uh, talk about what, what, what we're supposed to be thinking about, what we're supposed to be um, uh, focused on, when we're in the space of prayer. And as a jumping-off point, we've been looking at the Nativot Shalom, uh, a, uh, a, a series of Hasidic um, uh, uh, essays about uh, the nature and purpose of prayer. Uh, and so this is, one of, this is the third uh, essay. We've looked at uh, pieces of the first couple. We'll look at the third now. Um, and, and, and here's the proposal. I'm going to put out the proposal, look at a little bit of how he develops it, and then open, open the floor for your uh, uh, reactions, comments, um, thoughts. So the proposal is this. That, um, and I'm going to phrase this not as uh, the Nativo Shalom phrases it so much as, uh, um, as I think uh, Rabbi Abraham Joshua Heschel phrased it. The purpose of prayer is to refine man. The purpose of prayer is to refine a person. That is to say, if you are, if you go to, if you go to pray, whether you go to synagogue to pray or you pray at home, right? If you do not come out of that prayer space uh, a more sensitive, aware, um, uh, um, good, um, uh, committed individual, then you haven't really prayed. You haven't really prayed unless it transforms you in some way. You haven't really pr- prayed unless it changes you in some way. That's the premise. And here's how what he says. He starts off by saying that um, in the in the first uh, paragraph on the top right of the page, he says um, um, that uh, um, So the 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 premise is that uh, in our in our time in our generation, when um, when we've uh, we've become so materialistic and uh, and so um, uh, concerned with with worldly pursuits and are so taken by the values of of uh, of, of not Jewish values, right? So which, which I think is 
you know, m- people spend far more time watching uh, watching TV and commercials than they do thinking about Jewish values. Spend far more time at the mall than they do in synagogue. Um, but those media teach values also. Right? Uh, television teaches values. Commercials teach values. The mall teaches values. Right, and so we're we whether we know it or not, whether we recognize it or not, we um, uh, um, assimilate some of those uh, some of those values. And so he says, because of that, because of that, it's uh, it's virtually impossible for a person to redeem himself from the uh, the evil inclination. And a person has different fa- faculties, different qualities. A person has, uh, has a soul, has spirit, and has uh, a different kind of soul. Um, and the, the 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 soul, the life force, is uh, is the the lowest element in the body, um, and it's impossible to purify it without prayer. So this is a hundred year old, a uh, couple of centuries old idea. Uh, it was written in a uh, knowledgeable generation. So what could we say after it? Okay, so now he's going to be the summary of that, what I just read. Now we're going to explain how prayer refines a person's spirit. How prayer refines a person's soul. Okay, so evil overtakes a person in the, with, with the virtue of, uh, of passion. Right? The, the sort of a, um, emotional desire um, is what lo- causes a person to transgress, to, to do wrong things. So the response to this, the, the medicine for this, is to elevate the virtue of uh, desire um, to your to the Creator. May He be blessed. In other words, some religious traditions would say the the because the cause of uh, of, of bad behavior is desire is is uh, is um, is uh, is passion for things. Um, because of that, you need to learn how to not have desire anymore. Right? That's that would be I think the, the Buddhist tradition. Right? The Buddhist tradition is that uh, um, is that uh, uh, suffering, all existence is suffering, and suffering comes from the desire to possess things. Right? Um, and what he's saying is, it's the the goal is not to get rid of desire. The goal is to elevate desire. The goal is to transform desire into something more useful. And he says, you do this all your day. halev alavi you do this by pouring out your heart to God in prayer. Right? As Ibn Ezra, the commentator, says that uh, I, 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 I give my uh, desire to you, um, um, I love and, uh, and uh, embrace you. Okay, um, we'll go down to the bottom page. Um, 
עצם הדבר ששבעתי אליך הוא כבר הרפואה. The essence of this is that when you pour yourself out to God, that's already the healing. והיינו כי במקום פגמי נפשו בשרו מקיים צמא לך נפשי כמה לך בשרי ועד כי ליבו בשרו ירננו אל אל חי ובמקום שעוונותיכם חקוקים על עצמותיכם מקיים כל עצמותי תמרני אדוני מי כמוך וכנגד לקוטו מראשו ועד רגליו מקיים כל עין לך תצפה וכל ברח לך תחרה, וכל קומה לפניך תשתחווה, וכל קרב וכליות יזמרו לשמך. Okay, so he's describing all the different elements of prayer. Prayer involves our whole bodies, our whole being. It involves our breath, it involves our hearts, it involves our, our knees, it involves our eyes, it involves our ears, it involves our lips. And the reason that prayer involves all of those human faculties involves our minds. It involves our speech, our tongues. The reason, he says, that prayer involves all of those faculties, that it's not just a brain thing. You don't just read words on a page. You sway, you bow, you recite, you sing, right? You, uh, you, you clap, right? You do all these things. And the reason that we do all of these things in prayer is because it, it transforms what we would otherwise be doing with those human faculties, עד שמזדחך ומטהר מידותיו, תכונותיו ותשוקותיו להשם יברך שמו. Right? Until we cleanse and purify our virtues and our faculties and our desires for God. כי בשפיכתו לב כמים עליו יברך מנקה כל גופו מזוהם הלכלוך רוחני. Because through pouring out our heart to God, we can... cleanse our bodies from, uh, from, the, from the spiritual schmutz that we accumulate. Is that word? Lichluch <laughs> uh, is, uh, is dirtiness, yeah. Um, spirit, spiritual schmutz. Start saying that three times fast. Um, so what, what he's saying here is the, the, through, through prayer, the goal is not to... Not to forget about our humanity, not to like leave behind our human faculties and desires and 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 kind of gloss over them, but to say, okay, we have these feelings, we have these capacities. How do we use them in a holy way? And prayer is supposed to be an exercise to get us to do that, to get us to do that in the moment of prayer, to get us to do that um, outside of prayer. Um, and the other piece of it right, is that we do that by pouring out our heart to God. Say, right, you don't say, like, don't, most people say, like, like oh, I, you know, I want the bacon cheese, I want a bacon cheeseburger. I really, like, have a craving for it. And then, they, when they say it to me, they're like, I, I'm sorry, Rabbi. I'm, uh, you know. but, but, but what he's saying here is don't say that. Don't say, I'm sorry, Rabbi. Don't say, I'm sorry, God. You're supposed to want the bacon cheeseburger. Right? You're supposed to want things that you're not, not, not permitted to pursue. You're supposed to, that's human. Don't apologize for being human. Pour it out to God. Tell God what you desire. Tell God what you want. Get it all out there in the open. And through getting it all out there in the open, right, you begin to, to transform yourself. You begin to forgive yourself. You, for, you, you begin to see that God still loves you even though you're flawed. And that enables you, that frees you to do good. Are we, me. Are we going on a negative thing? 
rather than a positive thing? Say more. You would say, I wish I could have this, I wish I could have that. And you shouldn't say it to begin with. When I go into any temple, it could be reformed, it could be anything, the ruach in me comes out. Hmm. I don't know what it is, and I know there is a God. My experiences in life tell me that God is surrounding me. I'm not a religious man, but I can only tell you there is a God, and he's not only, he's not a person. He's something spiritual, and that's what it is with me. Now, you can't ask for something that you know. It's just like saying, why don't you win the lottery? But you got to buy a ticket. <laughs> you want to get me to win the lottery? You want to win the lottery? Sure, buy a ticket. So what That's if I pray to God to win the lottery and I buy a ticket and I don't win? <laughs> you ask again. <laughs> if you don't, you know what the old saying, if at first you don't succeed, try again. That's the answer. There's nothing 100 What's 100% in this world? Nothing is 100%. Nothing. Love, marriage, you name it. Nothing is one. But we strive for 100%. But you're going at it in a negative way. I don't Thank believe you. that. You've got to be positive first. The guy gets up to bat. Is he going to hit a home run? He would love to hit a home run. But can he do it? That's the idea. So I, I, I'll admit the example. I mean, first of all, you're not the first person to say that my, my approach to things is uh, veers to the negative. Uh, no, I don't mean you. Uh, <laughs> but, but I hear what you're saying. Um, I, what I was trying to suggest is uh, it, it, uh, I gave a negative example, but I, what, I'm, what, I was, what I was suggesting is honesty. Bring honesty to your relationship with God. Right? And if you're honest with yourself, if you're honest with God, there's something transformative about that kind of honesty. But I, I think I think that, that you raised some really great points, Ralph. Tell me where in the Shmona Esri it says the things that you're talking about. Where in the Shmona Esri it says the things that I'm talking about? Uh, it doesn't say it in the Shmona no. Esri. No. Yeah, so what's your point? So my point is that where do you get the opportunity to give vent to your emotions <clears throat> the things that you're talking about? I see what you're saying. Ah, so, okay, there are a couple things I want to say about that. The first is, um, according to Halacha, um, the, the actual texts of the, uh, of the Shimon Esrei, um, depending, on, depending on which opinion you're looking at, don't, you don't always have to say exactly the words that are in the Shimon Esrei. You can say your own prayer. But if you don't believe that, if you don't agree with that, which is fine, a lot of people don't, there are places in the Shimon Esrei that are reserved for your personal private prayer. Yes. Two specifically. One is in the middle of the prayer Shema Kolenu, um, which is toward the, it's like the, you know, I guess second third uh, <clears throat> of uh, the end of the second third of the Amida. Um, um, the second is at the end. Right? So at the end, you have that uh, uh, prayer Elohai Nitzor, which is in every Sudor. You have a couple others that are put there as options sometimes. But that's really just a placeholder. Right? That's what some rabbis would say at the end of their prayer because it was a moment for their own personal prayer. And, uh, and some of the rabbis in the Gemara said, uh, the best prayer that I wrote was, um, God guard my lips from evil and my tongue from speaking lies. Right? Great prayer. Doesn't have to be your prayer. Right? Um, so, um, so that's what I would say is that there, is, there, there are spaces reserved in the Amida um, uh, for this. 
right? But he's not only talking about the Amida, I think, right? Because I think that, uh, that that's a, maybe too narrow a view of what prayer is. Um, I think that, you know, Tachanun, even though there's a set liturgy for Tachanun, Tachanun is supposed to be a time uh, for, for this kind of prayer, for like a pouring out of, of the heart. Um, and then I think, um, uh, you know, outside of the context of the um, halakhically required liturgy, right, there are plenty of opportunities for a person to engage prayer this kind of way. Um, so, um, and then I think what he also is, is saying is that um, the kind of pouring your heart out is, uh, and this may be, um, you know, in, in, in hearing some of your comments over the past few weeks, um, maybe this will resonate more. Um, it, it could mean really meaning the words that you're saying in the Amida, right? So, so getting to a place where, the, where, where what you're saying actually becomes um, uh, something that's, that, 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 that flows from a deep-seated place of emotion, right? So, like, really get into the words that are actually in the Sidor. When you say Slachlanu, to really mean it. Right? So when you say Rifa'enu, uh, heal us to really mean it. Right? Um, and, uh, and if you do really mean those things, then there's something, I think, transformative about it. Right? If you really mean that you want God to forgive you, right? then when you take your three steps back, you're a different person. Right? When you, if you really mean that you want God to redeem you, when you take the three steps back, you're a different person. So I think that there's a part of it can be an intentionality in the actual prayers uh, rather than something... Substituting those prayers. Other comments. I'm thinking about chariots of fire. Uh, uh, the the one runner who runs for God, and, and and reading the article about Ryan Hall, who was about as far from Jewish, the Olympic marathoner, but basically belongs to a very emotional fundamentalist church, speaking in tongues. Uh, but he runs for God, and God is his trainer, and everything he does. The word refine that you started with. Mm-hmm is about his relationship with God, including his running. And it's, it's funny that you use the, uh, um, the, the image of chariots of fire, because the next line in here, which maybe we'll all just um, uh, close with when we continue the conversation, but the, um, Prayer needs to be like, a, uh, like an immersion in holy fire. It's an amazing image, isn't it? I mean, I'm thinking of uh, Ahab and Moby Dick, where he, where he talks about uh, uh, baptism through fire. But, um, but I don't think that this has quite the sinister connotation. I think it means that there's this purifying element to prayer, right? Fire, you know, refines metals. It, it uh, refines sand and makes it into glass, right? So the, um, it's an it's a immersion in holy fire. Ki azgam et shitashmishav Right, because our our uh, our desires are are like fires of, uh, in our heart. But um, So our prayer needs to be fiery as well. And only through that can we purify ourselves from every kind of uh, impurity or flaw that we have. And so I think that part of that is the intention that you bring to prayer. Right, if you really bring the passion. It, um, uh, Cantor Vogel was saying to me um, after a wedding that we did together um, about how Rabbi Wolpe did weddings. And he said that Rabbi Wolpe, uh, and I don't know if this is true, maybe other people here could speak to this more, um, uh, more knowledgeably, he said that Rabbi Wolpe um, basically gave the same uh, Dvar Torah at every wedding, under every chuppah. But when he did it, 
he brought it, right? It was like, it, it, it sounded as if it was the first time he had ever given that Devar Torah, and he really passionately meant it for every couple. Um, so I think that there's an element of that in prayer, right? There, there's a way, like, it's a set liturgy. You've been saying it your whole life. You say it every day. But when you say it, you can bring it, right? And when you bring it, it does something to you. Um, and I think that there's an element of that, right? It can become fiery if you bring fire to it, and then it can purify you by bringing fire. It's funny, I was thinking that almost the opposite way, because that's part of the Yom Kippur literature, <clears throat> at least in the evening service, uh, and yet we only recite it once a year. <laughs> mm. You know, about uh, God has the power to refine us and change us. And, uh, and, you know, I don't know if he's trying to capture that same imagery or not. Well, you know, it's. I mean, we, we do say it on Yom Kippur, um, but there are pieces of, of Yom Kippur that we uh, have with us oh, you know, sure. every, every day. Yeah. Yeah, right, exactly. So, um, so Yom Kippur becomes like, you know, the day where we focus on those things, you know, at the expense of all others. But, you know, the, um, every day can be, you know, we say on some level, you know, Kriyat Shema Amita has Yom Kippur liturgy in it too. And they're saying the Shema at, at bedtime. Right? Um, so there are uh, uh, pieces of this. Uh, in in everything we do, right? The the, the um, you know, the, um, I can say this in this crowd because we're among friends here, right? Um, the the committed Jew has has Yom Kippur every day, right? There are Jews who only have Yom Kippur, right? Um, but uh, but the but the committed Jew has Yom Kippur every day, right? So uh, there's an element of that. I think that, that's really true. All right, have a great day, everyone. Bye.